What's up, you lovely lurkers? Welcome to the Front Podcast of the Internet. I'm your host, Willie. And I'm your host, Scott. We're a show all about Reddit. Covering all the ups and down votes in 30 minutes. Or it's free. So, if you like the show, you can find more of us. On TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Or on the gold medal podium at the Winter Olympics. Bum, 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 bum. All right, Willie, it is a week where there are two large events, and by the time we post this, they will be done. So could you do me a favor and just real quickly hit the button to rewind back to Sunday? All right, football, yeah! Willie, yeah. I see you're, you're totally into it. Uh, you're into it a little bit more than me. You don't know. Um, I brought my, uh, my gear, too. Hang on one second. Yeah! Helmets and sports <laughs> and uh, are you wearing know. a helmet to a football game? This this works. Yeah, this is the only helmet I have. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, as you know, every single year there's a contest between two teams. This year it's, it was the Bengals and the Rams. And I can't believe the Detroit Lions were able to give up Matt Stafford in that way for the L.A. Rams to lead them to a Super Bowl victory. Huzzah! Yeah, it was it, it was a it was a tough defeat, but you're young, Joe Burrow. Don't worry, you'll get them next time. All right, so uh, whatever happens, that's that's what we'll play. We'll play the winning one. Can I put my shirt back on? Yeah, yeah. Man, I forgot how good you looked without your shirt off. It's been it's been too long, buddy. All right, so another thing happened this week, and uh, let's just punch that rewind button a, uh, one more time. So Valentine's Day is coming up tomorrow, Willie. Uh, you got any big plans? You know, uh, the first thing I'm going to do, take my pants off, six to midnight, and my dick is going to go and so many times. I am going to be not only myself, but her as well. It is going to be so by the end of the night, I'm hoping that when I sit down, there's coming out of my <laughs> Meanwhile, my mouth is going to be with the of all of the people that have wronged me in the past. It's going to be a pretty eventful night. Oh, man. I was just going to make dinner and watch a movie. Oh, okay. Well, Scott, February, especially every four years, seems to be quite the eventful month. Valentine's, Mm -hmm. Super Bowl, it's cold and lonely. But then every four years we have the Olympics and the the Olympics. Don't look it up, kids. Also, don't listen <laughs> to this show if you're a child. <laughs> well, this week in the subreddit, me IRL, there was a post that I could not agree with more. And I want your thoughts on this. Kelsey McKinney tweets and says, I am yet again asking the Olympics to simply let a regular non-athlete person do the event first so I can understand how good these people actually are. <laughs> I, I read this one and, and I just, I thought to myself, man, that that's such a good idea. Do you watch the Olympics regularly? I watch the highlight reels. It's it, Peacock. If I could give you some feedback right now, just listen mm. up, come on in. Mm. I just want to go to a day and I want to say, I would like to watch this event. I'm okay with ads. I'm okay with all that stuff. But I feel like it's really, really challenging to find the events and actually get something other than a highlight reel or crashes or something outside of commentary. Like, I, I just want to be able to watch the event. Something that's clip-worthy. That, that seems to be more important than actually 
going to day of event and watching it. I've I've heard that kind of like the Olympic viewing might be down this year and maybe maybe the cost of entry is just a little too high with everything kind of being focused on streaming. Uh, I used to really enjoy watching them back in the day uh, when they were on network TV, but I don't even know anybody who watches anything on network TV anymore. Uh, everything just seems to be online. Parents, I think par- my, like my parents don't know how to watch anything online. Yeah, plus the the time difference makes it challenging as well. Uh, they're great. They're they're some of the best sporting events that exist. It just seems that less and less people are interested in it. This type of event, kind of like a, a Joe's versus the pros, where we say like, "All right, world, this is bobsled. Here's Bob. Here's the slide. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go down this ninety foot snake tube, and hopefully, if he survives it till the end, we'll we'll time him, and we'll have an ambulance waiting, you know, to treat his what are soon to be injuries. He signed a waiver. <laughs> and uh, then we'll show you like how a professional does it. That would be great. I would watch that. I would watch every single event just for <laughs> that moment. Can you imagine in the half pipe snowboarding, see, seeing somebody who maybe maybe they're like a ski instructor. They, they've been on a hill, so they're not like the most novice. Like you have to pick somebody who is competent within that field, who's done it before. And you say, all right, cool. Go to this half pipe or better yet, go watch somebody do skiing moguls because oh they have to gosh. hit that jump at the end. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that would bring new interest to the sport. So uh, Olympic Committee, if you're out there listening, just give us a ring. Send us an email. It's up for that. Do you think there's any sports in the Olympics that don't deserve to be there? Like they should just go away. You have alpine skiing, the biathlon, bobsledding, cross-country skiing, curling, figure skating, freestyle skiing, hockey, luge, Nordic combined, short track, skeleton, ski jumping, snowboarding and speed skating those are kind of the major events with little events inside there i find it really interesting that there are so few events in the first place but if i had to pare it down i would say we have to get rid of doubles luge it's just weird it doesn't make any sense have you do you know what this is yes you sexist sob (laughs) why am i sexist i just think it should be an individual competition I don't need some, I don't need my partner just laying on top of me while I try to luge down this death race. There was this amazing video on Vox's YouTube channel this week that talked about luge and how right now women have singles and doubles and men have doubles, triples, and there's a term for it, but four. Quad. Wait, no, you're no, called. you're talking you're talking about bobsled. Oh, I'm, ta- I'm talking. What is about, luge? Is where you just get on a sled and you like lay down on your back and you're sliding. You're not in the you're not in the bobsled. This isn't a cool running thing. This oh, is just so it's just with- two dudes laying on top of each other. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's the weird. Like, go just look up doubles luge picture right now. And it is literally like one guy laying on a sled and another guy's like, all right, I'm just going to lay. It's not like they're facing each other, too. It's just he's just laying in your lap. And you decide to race. <laughs> Why? So, yeah, I would just cut that one. Get it out of here. Yeah, that's a sex position that deserves to be <laughs> reserved for Valentine's Day. Not, not. <laughs> 
not for the Olympics. My sport that I would get rid of would be curling. Curling is quite literally you don't need really no. like any phys- you don't need any physicality to play that sport. It's all strategy. It doesn't mean that it's not a challenging game. Hold on. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it's not incredibly difficult. But the moment they put sack toss in the Summer Olympics, we're doomed. <laughs> It does seem kind of like a beer league event made it into the Olympics. Somebody got somebody got paid off there. Those Canadians, they figured it out way back in the day. I do think that I would keep this in just because it seems to be the only way that you and I would have a chance to make the Olympics ever. Especially at our age. <laughs> yeah. Continuing with the Olympic theme this weekend, damn, that's interesting. There are only five Olympic athletes that have ever won more than eight gold medals. And four of them hold nine. Uh, oh, yeah. Michael Phelps has 23. <laughs> 23. I think I know the photo that you're looking at. And Jesus, man, that... Uh, he is he's a genetic specimen, to say the least. There's probably a fair amount of people who have found this podcast and maybe are too young to remember the phenomenon that was Michael Phelps. But I remember... When Mythbusters was a thing and Mm -hmm. everybody loved to track down the science behind how things worked, right? The science channel would just do tons of cool breakdowns. Well, they did a breakdown of why he was so successful from a physicality standpoint. Isn't it because it's like a genetic thing, right? His body is shaped a little different. Yeah. He has lungs that can hold more air than the vast majority of people. He's like in the top 1% for lung capacity. He has a wingspan that is longer than his length. And he has extraordinarily big feet. Wow. He's kind of a Superman. Ladies. uh... (laughs) Leading up to the Olympics, though, NBC was putting out a bunch of videos of cool wipeouts, (laughs) inspirational moments, these really great wonderful parts that we've seen over the Olympics from summer winter games over the years. And there was a video of Michael Phelps and his team winning the gold medal in one of the swimming relays. And yeah, yeah. As the national anthem is playing, one of the guys just breaks down crying and Michael Phelps just laughs and pats him on the back like Oh, buddy, it's your first. <laughs> He's wearing like 30 pounds of medals. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've had a person like this dominate the Olympics. And I, I hope we get to see more people like this in the future. I'm not saying that I want somebody to just carry all of the events, you know, and just run away with it. But it's just cool to see like a true champion of human achievement, Some, something that happened and. I mean, I'm not one for conspiracy theories or anything here, but I don't think we created Michael Phelps from any sort of super serum soldier stuff. Allegedly. Right. You know, know, we're we're not doing that. The only team that has been found doping is the Russian Olympic Committee because it can't go by Russia because they're not invited. (laughs) I ask this question. What would happen if we just let everybody do all the performance enhancement drugs possible? Yeah, yeah. I've thought about this before, and uh, we might have even talked about it early on in the Summer podcast. Summer games. But we covered it. We should have two Olympics. We should have the regular Olympics for the people, and then we should have the people that turned on cheat codes. You don't get achievements. Like, I mean, you don't get the recognitions. The records don't stand. It's just more of which is going to do better in the viewership, <laughs> which is going to bring in more marketers. People want to see human achievement. Let's, let's, 
you know, let's push it. You sign a waiver. Every, everything you do, you sign a waiver, and then uh, there's no gold medals. It's just platinum medals, like, because you're doing the, the most that's ever been done. The Olympics needs to take a hint from Twitch streamers and YouTube gaming community and have, like, a modded Minecraft, modded Olympics. <laughs> and standard and survival survival mode <laughs> and that's when they can that's when they can bring in the the regular people who aren't athletes and that could be hardcore survival which is they're all gonna die i, I don't know if i want to watch that one anymore <laughs> you know what we actually don't need an extreme olympics because we already have a better second olympics we have the special olympics which are arguably better than the regular Olympics because it really shows not only uh, human achievement, but really the spirit of what the games are all about. And that's, you know, bringing people together, friendship, competitiveness, camaraderie, uh, all these things that we've forgotten about <laughs> in the world today. Now, Scott, we've talked about good ideas. Let's talk about some dumb ideas. This week in the subreddit, Facepalm, there's a post that says, I'm curious, what's the dumbest idea you have that you nevertheless believe will, if implemented, make the world a better place? But while you think about that, let me give you, let me just give you a little nugget here to, to feed your creativity. Katie replied and said, if you don't use turn signals, your car doesn't turn. <laughs> That's such a good one. I, I am that petty asshole. When it comes to uh, getting pissed when people don't use their turn signals. <clears throat> well, I'm full of dumb ideas, as anyone who's listened to this podcast will, uh, will attest to. So I'd have to say no more words on T-shirts. What am I going to do with my shirt that says fuck with a PH? <laughs> you can use logos and pictures, but I'm just taking all words off of clothing. Brands, you got to figure it out. I mean, Nike's got the swoosh. They can just fall back on. But I hate those sayings like live, laugh, love on a shirt. Just get rid of it altogether. I think I think the world's a better place. Somehow, what Scott doesn't realize is that it's going to make the world far more illiterate than it already is because that's <laughs> probably some of the only reading certain states get, Alabama, looking at you. Speaking Do of idiots. Do you have an idiot? Yes. Okay. Legislators must wear body cams and microphones. 24-7. Nah, the 24-7 is a little Ooh. aggressive. I'm reading this thing, but... <laughs> Nancy Pelosi poop cam coming at you live. <laughs> Whoa. All the tweets coming in. I can just see them coming in right now. Nancy, you She'd need monetize that. She'd be even more more of a billionaire that she is. This bathroom session sponsored by Fiber One. <laughs> if we want to keep it to Reddit, here's a good idea by Synthetic mm. Cynthia. Every time someone posts in the wrong subreddit, the post is automatically moved to the correct subreddit. Oh, why don't we have AI for that already? Yeah, looking at you, Snoo God. Now, if you think Nancy Pelosi wearing a body cam 24-7 is a little too aggressive, which I can understand, <laughs> what if... All politicians had to wear logos for all of their sponsors, like a NASCAR jersey. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I need to find somebody in the legislature and introduce this bill immediately. <laughs> so speaking of things that will make the world a better place, this week in music, Dollywood 
Dolly Parton's amusement park, announced that the company will cover 100% of tuition, fees, and books for any Dollywood employee who chooses to pursue further education. This will be offered to all seasonal, part-time, and full-time employees, and they can enroll on day one of their employment. How freaking awesome is that? Yeah, I. It, this is in Tennessee, right? Yeah, it's in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Not a place I would normally want to move, but with uh, with enticements like this, what do you uh, you ever you ever want to meet Dolly Parton and go work for this really cool company? No, it's it's interesting to me how many companies out there cover things like this, and anytime you read the comment section either on a social media platform or Reddit, you start to get this glimpse, this peak outside of the United States where people go, this is so weird. Why does a company need to do this? And we look at it as, oh my God, this is so cool. Look at this company covering everything. Like when, what was it? Starbucks said that they would cover the tuition, uh, 100% of tuition for the employees. There's so many other stipulations that go into it. If we were going to have any quick, immediate solution, I think this is the quickest band-aid because we know politicians aren't going to get anything done. So I think this is great. Yeah, it's a comment section. Loves Dolly Parton. I think all of Reddit does. And I think the world does because really, let's be honest, she she hasn't done much in her life to disappoint us. And I think that's the bar, sadly, for, uh, for most people these days. But... Comment number one is further proof that Dolly Parton is one of the greatest humans to ever exist. This is a hot take by Hammond334. He says, megachurch pastors, take note. This woman is the best example of being (laughs) Christ-like. True. Very true. Would you, if you were just a young lad, you know, way back in the 1800s, would you take a job Mm -hmm. like this at an amusement park, cleaning up puke, poop, garbage, dealing with all of these children running around, would you take a job like this if it was going to cover your tuition 100%? I think it's a benefit for anybody who loves amusement parks and wants to work in that environment, especially if you live in the Tennessee area. I like going to amusement parks, but that definitely wasn't going to be on the list of summer jobs for me. I'm a, I'm more of an inside person. I don't I don't like this this to sh- see the sun ever. I want to stay away from those wrinkles and that radiation. The, the sun? Or is there is there like a nuclear disaster that happened there I don't know about? I mean, the sun is a nuclear disaster. It's just really far away. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I'm trying to look up to see if there's any other amusement parks in that area. And unfortunately, somebody that lives in Tennessee, Georgia, that area is going to look at me and say, you're an asshole, but there's six flags over Georgia. <laughs> Congratulations. The second one apparently is Beach Bend Park and Splash Lagoon in Kentucky. Splash Lagoon sounds like the theme of Valentine's Day for you, Willie. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you remember your last trip to an amusement park? Yeah. It was right when I was starting to develop my, my ear stuff. And I went on a roller coaster and I had never been so dizzy in my entire life. It was like, I don't think I could do this anymore. I My last time going to an amusement park was right before the pandemic started. I went to Disney, whatever the small one is in California, Disneyland. Yeah. It's a small world after all. Yeah, actually, nice rides. What about you, Scott? Have you had any traumatizing stories at an amusement park? I would rather be inside than outside, but from time to time, I enjoyed going 
to them. And one of the one of the last times I remember, I went to go in line for uh, what's what's the big used to be the big roller coaster at Valley Fair, the Wild Thing. And like you said, this was a hundred years ago, and it was the biggest roller coaster that I had ever been on. So I was kind of scared, and I didn't know where to sit really. So I thought maybe I would go sit in the middle and because that seemed like the most protected area it wasn't in the front like you know the the big drop first person that gets thrown off the edge so to speak but i rode in the middle and i was like oh i survived okay cool this this roller coaster is cool i'm gonna go on it again but i still am too scared to go into the front so i went into the back and that there's your mistake first mistake mm -hmm. i don't know if anybody knows this but Anybody who's in the front of the roller coaster really, for some strange reason, likes to spit when they are going down a hill or around a curve. And if you're in the back, it's like bugs on a windshield. It's just it's just one of those, you know, horrible videos. <laughs> I, have, I have never yeah. once, while sitting in the front of a roller coaster, chosen to spit Not in the front. backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just a, lot of, a lot of kids. A lot of... <laughs> Still, I was not looking forward to any sort of bukkake moments on any roller coaster rides going forward. So uh, <laughs> from that day on, it was only in the front seat, period. Well, Scott, I don't have a good way to transition into that. So <laughs> let's launch ourselves forward into this week's upvotes and downvotes. Well, this week, Scott, my upvote is from interesting AF. We talked earlier about the Olympics, and we also briefly mentioned the Special Olympics. The athletes across all categories are phenomenal, and this is, I think, an incredibly special video. It's titled, How Athletes with a Vision Impairment Compete in the Paralympics. Did you see this video this week? I've seen videos of, like, the 100-meter dash for people with visual impairment, and they run with somebody, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so here's this video of a, a girl wearing a blindfold and a guy running. And to the best of, of my knowledge, the woman is visually impaired and the man is helping run her through the event. The trust and care that has to go into a situation like this, they're running around the track, they're hauling ass. These guys are running hand in hand, step for step. And from what I can tell, right before they cross that finish line, the, the guide takes that step backwards, slows down just for a moment so the competitor can get that leg up. And to me, moments like that are like, you have to be so in tune with this person and put so much trust to just imagine, if you will, blindfold yourself and run around a track. And then you have to hold my hand and trust that I'm not just going to let you go flying straight into the side. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, just... Imagine blindfolding yourself and trying to walk around your house. Might seem easy to do because you've done it a million times before, right? No, now, the amount of times yourself... I fucking knocked a foot <laughs> into my wall having to pee at four in the morning. But I'm just saying, like, it's a familiar place with you, right? Right. So now blindfold yourself and try to walk around your house in under a certain time. You know, beat a record by going, running up and down the stairs and then trying to go pee really quickly. <laughs> it's It's difficult to do, but you're right. It's... It's fascinating. It's amazing. The, I mean, it's incredible that the amount of time that these people must train together, these athletes and their their athletic trainers, the symbiosis that's created, the trust, 
everything about it is just like I was saying before, just another level of human achievement that's so amazing to see. Back when I was a teenager, I could beat some records without having to look at anything. I mean, if I didn't know you named your penis records. (laughs) (laughs) My upvote of the week is for the Senate candidate who smoked a blunt in his ads. Well, he came out with another one in which he burns a Confederate flag in his latest political spot. It's a minute long. Uh, We'll link it in the show notes. But... Gary Chambers, who is a U.S. Senate candidate in Louisiana, is is just on par with all of the marketing. And uh, so I say bravo to him and uh, good luck in your race. What a bamf. I think what the last five, six years of politics has shown us is that realism sells, unfortunately, and politics has become a popularity contest in so many ways that if this is what it takes for reform to happen and for you to get your message across more power to you buddy absolutely my downvote of the week is for anti-work again i know we're we're still there people but did you know that flight attendants aren't paid during boarding yeah how bullshit is that show up to work at a very specific time we're not going to pay you though yeah they're required to be there but Until that door closes, apparently flight attendants aren't earning a dime, which seems insane. It's even more insane when you think about the rise of Karens and Kens on airplanes recently and how volatile those situations have become. Those flight attendants have to deal with that while not being paid. It's while they're boarding. Hey, you have not abided by the rules of airline A. I want to close the door and make money. Please just do this for me because you're being a dick. Yeah, yeah. We covered that a lot last week on the show. So if you're interested, go back and uh, listen to last week's episode. But the only positive thing I think that we can take from this is that now that it's out into the mainstream, maybe like Dollywood's making some changes, maybe the airlines say like, ah, you know what? Yeah, we're kind of the assholes here. Maybe we should just maybe we should cover from the time they get to the airport and everything on between something like that because I, I i mean we don't pay any employees yet willie but when we do i'm sure we're gonna have to figure out the best way to you know offer benefits pay etc i think we pay them right. in exposure like the dancers at the super bowl halftime show Ooh. speaking of fucked up things my downvote of the week is from ask reddit and it says what's something fucked up you witnessed as a child that you were oblivious to until you grew up And I just want to read one of the top notes. Oh, no. My really odd babysitter got fired after she broke her glass table. I was playing with her son in another room when we heard a crash. She actually used to lock us in the room all the time. I don't recall much, but I remember a big commotion soon after. I remember my dad screaming at my mom that night about how I was banned from going over there ever again and how it was my mother's fault for letting me go over there in the first place. Once I grew up, I found out that the babysitter was shooting up and fell through the glass table. Neighbors had heard a crash and rushed over and found her high as a kite with two kids locked in a room, me and her son. Wow. Just the, the initial prompt from this question, I was just thinking like, oh boy, there's, there's a lot of trauma that's about <laughs> to come to light. Well, I'm glad they got out of that situation and it ended in the, probably the best way it could. And speaking of endings, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. Find more of us on our socials and remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's 
Bad choices, good stories. Fresh off the boat TV. Dumbasses with lighters. Or disc golf. There's a sub for that. that.